0: Thank you. This is episode 185, and you're listening to Alpha Mike on Radar Cop Podcast today. Our segment is called Enlisted, part of the Word series that we just launched recently. Now, you probably, either as a child or a young adult, or probably even as a, a full adult, enlisted in something— enlisted in a group, enlisted in ballet, enlisted in uh, sports, uh, enlisted in the military. And once you do that, it's somewhat of a commitment because there's an expectation that you will either develop or contribute to what you've enlisted And as a result, that level of expectation that they have of you is how you grow within that structure. Enlisting is raising your hand and having the courage to deal with the good and the bad, as well as the ugly of every situation. On today's episode we're going to talk on the subject of enlisted of what God especially thinks of that commitment. Turning to 2 Timothy chapter 2 starting at verse 1 and I'll go ahead and start you therefore my son be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus and the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses. Commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. You, therefore, must endure hardships as a good soldier in Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. So the question that we have today, are you enlisted? And if you are enlisted, who enlisted you in this battle as a soldier? And what is the battle? A lot to talk about. First thing is first, raising your hand and saying, I will enlist in God's army is an act of faith, is an act of willingness to accept that Jesus died on the cross for you, cleansing you of your sins if you're willing to accept that he is also your Lord and Savior by confessing your sins to him. As a result, he takes those sins, he dumps them in the depths of sea, never to remember them ever again. And your journey with him, Jesus, starts then. Through that enlistment and that commitment, there will most doubtedly be challenges. And those challenges will present warfare in your life. But remember that God has told us that those that are involved in this type of warfare should not entangle themselves with the affairs of life, the world, maybe the election, maybe coronavirus. Could be a lot of things. But God wants you, if you do enlist, and you are a part of this warfare of good versus evil, you would have to entangle yourself or engage yourself in the warfare that is spiritual. Today, many people believe that this is a spiritual era that we are in more so than ever, with the strange things that have happened been happening, such as coronavirus, even the election was funny, good versus evil, that which was bad we regard as good, that which is good now today is regarded as bad. This, this verse is in Bible scripture, and we're seeing it before our very eyes. Regardless of what your profession is, just to be a human being, like my little granddaughter says when I have her with me in the truck and I'm driving, the main section here by where I live is under construction. And instead of saying, Grandpa, what are they doing? She tells me, Grandpa, what are the humans doing? She calls adults humans. Being involved in human affairs and not spiritual affairs will engulf you in a world of anxiety, will engulf you in a world of confusion, will engulf you in a world that you won't know right from wrong and wrong from right. It's pretty similar to the world that we live in today. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. It does good, it doesn't do good. Wash your hands, but you don't really have to wash them for very long because the alcohol-based products really don't work that good anyway. You don't know what the answer is anymore. You can't get a straight answer from the media. You can't get a straight answer from anybody in government. Ronald Reagan used to say the most terrifying phrase that a human being can actually hear is this phrase. Good evening. I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. That should terrorize you. Every bone in your body should be scared by hearing that. But today, looking at that, God has called us in this spiritual battle to be strong in grace, and we are allowed grace in many aspects. When we come back, we're going to look at God's grace. Today, many people are also concerned with the end of time. They see coronavirus, they see all the struggles that are happening, rumors of wars, earthquakes, pestilence. They say this must be the biblical application of the end of times. Scripture tells us we don't know the Father's affairs of when. Our job is to be ready, like a good soldier, We train in our camp. To train is our church. That's the training center where we learn God's Word. Where we enter the church, we should be convicted from what we heard the pastor preach. It should convict us that we need to do better. And we become a well oiled, polished machine. We have faults, we fall, but God is gracious enough to lift us up, dust us off, and send us into the spiritual battle. His grace was given to us through specifically the Holy Spirit. Now, we know that light has nothing to do with darkness. So as long as the Holy Spirit is on the earth, the Antichrist cannot manifest state itself because of the light. So part of that grace is a protected shield over God's faithful believers. It's a time period where we might have reconciled with God, but we can't really kick our sinful way away. We're there, but we're not there. We're on the fence. We're not sure about this. How many times did I go to church and I actually witness people say, no, I'm not ready to give my life to Christ. How do you be ready? How? What do you... Are are you going to work out? Do jumping jacks? What will get you ready? How would you know that you're ready. Scripture tells us today is the day of your salvation. But you're putting it off and you're saying that I'm not ready. Maybe in the future, how can you measure that time frame? And this really is confusing to a lot of people because God has given us free will to believe or not believe but you're still on the fence because everybody's told you about this miracle worker called Jesus and ever since you were a child and and even as an adult but you don't really want to get involved in those affairs because you like the current affairs that you're in you see I you know you shouldn't be doing those things but you're doing them anyway but you really don't have afflictions in life the reason you don't have afflictions in life is because the enemy is comfortable with you see the enemy he's on the sofa he's got his legs kicked up too on the recliner sitting right next to you giving you a thumbs up saying how you doing buddy you look good you look good buddy he does He wants you to be comfortable, because in comfort, people start to get tired. They doze off and they go to sleep, and they don't think about the affairs that they should be involved in, especially if they're asleep. But while we're sleeping and we're going through all this evolution in our heads, Because of free will, God provides us His grace to cover us. Because He knows each one that are His. And no one or nothing will rapture that individual from God's hands. But He's given you free will to believe. You can listen to me right now and say, I don't believe any of this. It's uh, comic books. Fine. No one's going to judge you. Keep on saying that until the fatal day comes where you get to close your eyes and never open them again. And that decision might be the worst decision of your life or it might be the best but I know that there's a higher power and not recognizing that higher power would be a tremendous mistake. I engulf myself in the affairs of my personal growth. My personal growth is my happiness. My happiness is part of my development. That development is one of growth, of maturity, of respect, of love. All those elements are presented to me in the form of grace. That grace covers me so I could be saved. But God gives us a specific illustration in the verses that we read that he calls us a loyal soldier. So we are defined as soldiers, and a soldier's job is to be involved or engaged in warfare. A soldier may have duties, watch, peel potatoes, clean latrines, drive tanks. But all that is secondary because this primary duty of a soldier is to prepare for war. That means we have to be ready. But he's giving you the opportunity of becoming a a a dodge drafter and saying, you know what, this isn't for me. No penalty, at least not now. That's your decision. He's enlightened you enough with free will. And you proudly say, I'm fine. Doing all the things that I'm doing. I don't believe in that stuff. But God's grace and love continue to pour out to you, and hopefully, you come around and change. God has given us a conscience that that's one thing. That conscience will convict you of your sins. And those sins will convict you to damnation. It's important to realize you're not alone in this. There are billions upon billions of other humans in the same struggle. But you're unique in the eyes of God. You're special. You were made in his image. And no matter whatever thing you think you've done so bad and so horrible, he's God enough to forgive you, embrace you, and save you. But the question is, are you human enough to accept that salvation. God's grace transcends through anything that we have of understanding. Because grace is an element of our salvation and our salvation is paramount to God. Scripture says that all should live or all should come towards salvation. That's his hope. But the reality is there's a whole big long line of those that are raising their hand up saying, Free will. I'm on the free will line. My line is like a huge expressway of eight lanes, freshly paved with no bumps. But the road, I did notice, kind of curves a little bit and goes downward. And that downward projection could even be very steep at times so steep that you don't even think that there's a turn going back up because those other people that have chosen not to accept free will and say they are believers I've I've seen them they're on that road that's difficult, bumpy I've seen them fall yeah, they get up, dust themselves off, but that road is difficult. That's what every human faces on planet Earth. Do I want to take the eight lane road, freshly paved, with no obstacles? But I really don't understand the destination. I know it has no exits. And if I choose it, I'm not going to be able to stop. But I take this little road here. It's full of dust and rocks. Because the road is not the best in the world. I can't go too fast. Probably navigate here and there. I may trip up a couple of times. But I know that this road goes up. And it's pretty up there. Very pretty. That's a decision that all humans have to take. So, going back to our original concept, have you raised your hand and said, I enlist in God's army? All you have to do is say, Yeah, I'm a sinner. I've done things that I'm not proud of. But I believe that there's a higher being and that Jesus, the Son of the living God, died for me so I could confess these sins and be reborn. And I think I'm going to take that road. It's a little dusty, but I think I can handle it. And once I finish saying all the things I have to say, accepting Jesus as my God, I'll walk first slowly and then a little bit faster. And as I learn how to navigate a little bit better, I'll pick up the pace. I'll get to my destination Because I really, really like how pretty it looks up there and I'm heading in that direction. And while I'm going in that direction, I'm going to think about those people that said, no, even though I'm going to go in the opposite direction down, I like the road because I know there's not going to be any trouble on this road, even though I know it's dark where I'm going and I really can't see and I don't know what it's going to be like. But it's like a merry-go-round roller coaster ride. It goes so fast you just close your eyes anyway. What could happen? like I'm going to crash these are the decisions that humans have to do each and every day not knowing how they're going to finish in the journey of their life have you raised your hand and said I want to be enlisted in God's army if you have Have you told God that you repent of your sins, that you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and that you know that He died on that cross for you, and because He died for you, you live forever? Those are the decisions he will leave us with. Do we want door number one or door number two? Let's make a deal. I'm sure you've seen those shows, those game shows, when the guy picks the wrong door and you're screaming out to the top of your lungs, No, not that one, the other one. And then the little music comes out in the background. You picked the wrong one. Grace is that period of time that you're going through all these episodes I just discussed. That grace is hovering over you, giving you time to reflect, think, experience, ask questions read, research, and develop yourself. That grace will even make sure that nothing happens to you until you probably come up to a sensible decision. That grace is so powerful, it could probably even change you even though you think you're not changeable. But God does. So we look at today's verse and what we see. And I'll read it again before we sign out. You, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Grace lies in Jesus. And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, how many people can say hallelujah today? Commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. What you learn freely, give freely for others. You therefore must endure hardships because you learned the truth. You accepted the truth. You accepted Jesus as your savior. You started teaching others. Now you must endure hardship because the battle's about to commence against you. You've become a soldier in his army. And as a good soldier, of Jesus Christ, no one should engage or entangle themselves in the affairs of this life because it doesn't benefit anything. If you've lost your voice from screaming at the television over the election, After your voice comes back ask yourself out loud so you can hear yourself does it matter? Involving yourself in the ways of this life doesn't really produce anything but involving yourself in the affairs of God produces good fruit that is everlasting. And that's a decision I would want everyone that hears this podcast to do and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I hope that uh, this podcast you experienced made you think a little bit wiser. I also hope and encourage you to continue listening these episodes are going to be a little bit more engaging to the audience we'll read the verse which will be our platform our guiding light but i'm just not going to read it and talk about it and tell you what it means and then say good night uh, hope to see you next week I think I need to talk to you more about the decision that you've made that you know. I don't know it, but you do. Either to believe or not believe. Even people that are believers sometimes don't, don't really understand the full picture because they're newbies maybe. I don't know what I do know is that God has prepared this microphone and this servant to speak for someone to obtain knowledge for that person to raise their hand and say I want to enlist in God's army and I want to be engaged in God's affairs as a good soldier believing that that person can live in an eternity in heaven once his sins are washed away. It has been my honor and pleasure to be your host on this podcast. The Word is something, this, this series, that I've always wanted to incorporate more and more in the show. But at times I've either taken it away or made it smaller, more compact. We even took the entire platform and put it on another provider. But today I think I've made the right choice. Because people have a choice. They can say, oh, I'll hear this guy on Saturday, he talks about God's word. Or else they could say, Nah, I'm not into the Saturday i'll listen to mob monday it's your choice not trying to judge you it's not my business that's that's god's business all i want you to do is to choose wisely continue to pray for yourself because without you in the game we have nothing continue to pray for your family your community the law enforcement agencies that serve you, and most importantly, for the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out.